This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, August 18th, 2009. I'm Caleb Brown. The health insurance co-op is the alternative of the moment. Will it spur the choice and competition the Obama administration says it wants Americans to have? Michael Cannon, Director of Health Policy Studies at the Cato Institute, comments on the state of the debate. The president's strategy for passing health care reform initially was to ram it through Congress before anyone had a chance to read it. That didn't work. Now the president's strategy is really to try to deceive the American public about what's in the bill. And that's not working very well because the American public is reading uh, the, the health care bills that are before Congress. They're learning how the president's health plan would affect their coverage, the quality of their care, the cost of their care, as well as the federal deficit. And they don't like what they see. And so the president's been losing the debate over health care reform this August. And so what we saw this weekend was president, the president's secretary of health and human services, Kathleen Sebelius, said, well, we don't need to have what they call the public option or a, a Medicare-like program for people under age 65. We don't need to have that in the health care reform plan. We could have, say, these co-ops that they're trying to develop in the Senate. Well, this seems like uh, a big game changer. It seems like the administration is uh, softening its approach. It's uh, moderating its approach to health reform, when really that's not what they're doing at all. This is just another effort by the administration to deceive the American public about what's really going on. If you look at uh, the administration's statements about this co-op proposal, and that refers to a, uh, a proposal to create uh, government-chartered uh, a government-chartered healthcare cooperative or healthcare cooperatives across the country. Uh, it was. Uh, it came from Senator Kent Conrad from uh, North Dakota. If you look at the administration statements about this, they admit uh, Secretary Sebelius and President Obama himself. They they say, well, you could create this co-op in a way that it is just like the uh, other government program that they were thinking about creating, one modeled on Medicare. So really what's going on here is the president is losing the debate over health care reform. He is desperate to change the subject. He still has the bully pulpit, so he can do that. So he sent out a, a couple of administration advisors to say, uh, well, you know what? We're not interested. We're open to jettisoning the public option, um, and we're interested in this co-op proposal, really just as a way to change the conversation to change the narrative of healthcare reform from the president's getting pummeled to the president is moderating his stance, when in fact he's not moderating his stance at all. Where are Republicans on the concept of co-ops versus a public option? I think Republicans are waking up to the reality that a government-chartered health insurance cooperative is no different from the government option that we've been talking about for the past several months. I also think that Republicans and the public broadly are waking up to the fact that this is not the only dangerous element of the president's health care plan. The president, one of the many deceptions that the president has thrown out there is that you'll be able to keep your health insurance plan if you like it. But putting, the, uh, putting a new government program aside and the effect that that would have on private health insurance options the health insurance regulations that the president wants to impose on the private market would drive most health insurance plans out of business. It would regulate low-cost options uh, out of existence. It would regulate comprehensive health plans out of existence. And so even without a new government program, you the 
health insurance regulations that the president wants would be marching most Americans into a narrow range of private plans or even just one type of private health insurance plan that would be heavily managed and regulated by the government. I think that the public and Republicans are waking up to that fact already uh, and and hopefully we'll be able to mount opposition not just to a new government program but also to these regulations uh, like an individual mandate that requires people to purchase health insurance or the price controls that the president wants to impose on health insurance premiums, which uh, go under the guise of banning uh, uh, exclusions or denials of coverage for pre-existing conditions. It's really a government price control. So uh, I, I find that a promising development that people are looking beyond the government program to all the other harmful elements in this legislation. Robert Gibbs said that whatever we get, uh, the main thing is that there be choice and competition in the the final product. What would give us that? Nothing that the administration is proposing would give us choice and competition. Uh, they their their strategy here has been consistent to say one thing but do another. I think it's wonderful that they're uh, wrapping all of these big government uh, programs and big government regulations in the rhetoric of choice and competition, but they're going to deliver exactly the opposite. Now, what would give us choice and competition? Well, that's pretty simple. Let people purchase health insurance from out of state. If you do that, then in every state uh, health insurance market, you're going to have lots of new entrants, never mind just creating one new competitor, which is what the president thinks will give us choice and competition. You'll have several or dozens of new competitors in every health insurance market, keeping uh, other insurance companies honest. Another way to spur choice and competition, let individual workers control the money that their employers now control. It's about $9,000 for a worker with family coverage that the government lets that that worker's employer control and use to make the worker's health insurance decisions for them. If you want people uh, disciplining private health insurance companies, the way to do it is to give them that money and give them the freedom to choose their own health plan. Because if you make if you give people that mobility, they will be able to discipline uh, insurers that don't keep their promises, insurers that try to drop people when they get sick. Uh, and those are two steps that would not only increase choice and competition. They would cover tens of millions of Americans who don't have health insurance right now. And they would do that without uh, requiring the government to spend a dime. It wouldn't have any impact on the federal budget. It would not increase government spending. And we would be covering tens of millions of uninsured Americans. Michael Cannon is director of health policy studies at the Cato Institute and co-author of the book, Healthy Competition. You can follow more of Cato's work on healthcare at healthcare.cato.org.